This is Tuesday, September 19th. You ever hear the saying, no pain, no gain? Do we always have to do the hard thing? I think that's the story we hear in our world. You're not going to grow unless you hurt. Or what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But is that true? It could still maim you or hamstring you, crush you, and leave you forever with a limp. But I think we like the difficult. We want to go where no one has gone before. We want to press the limits, cross boundaries. And I get the need for adventure, but many people believe the idea that nothing can be free. If it is free, well, it couldn't be very good. The good stuff you work for, you earn the old-fashioned way, blood, sweat, and tears. Here's our text for today, Galatians chapter 1, verse 3 to 5. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, it is in this brief introduction that the Apostle Paul gives in this letter to the churches in Galatia where he gives the gospel. Now, the gospel is not only what we call those first four books in the New Testament. The word literally means good news. That is, it is first an announcement of news. It's not advice telling you what you should do or even a word about what is coming. It is chiefly about what has already happened. Jesus came, Jesus died, Jesus rose again. It's like that reporting that yesterday the stock market went down. We're reporting yesterday's temperature. It's not really debatable. It just is. And that's what we are told when we get the gospel. It is news about what Jesus has already done. Notice how Paul explains it. Jesus gave himself for our sins to rescue us. Yes, other religions have teachers and prophets. They may also have examples, good ones at, the, at that. But only in the Christian faith do we find the founder coming to the rescue of humanity, a rescue that requires his death, a death that is a substitute for human beings. There's frankly nothing like this in the world. I get it, it's true, Jesus is also an example, and he was also a teacher. But it is in his rescue of human beings that he fulfills the Father's will to redeem a people for himself. And again, it's news. We didn't make it happen, didn't help in any way. Jesus just did it. And this is what we trust in, what we rest in, what we learn to live in. Now think of rescue operations. One on Sunday I shared about happened in Turkey just this past week as a cave exploring expert and researcher named Mark Dickey found himself trapped over 3,000 feet from the surface, desperately needing to be rescued. Internal bleeding put Mark on the edge and at the threshold of death's door, ultimately it took 10 days and almost 200 volunteers from seven countries to bring him to the surface once again. He was transported on a stretcher, bound into it so tightly he looked like he'd been cocooned. The point is, 
He didn't lift a finger to save himself. He was passive from top to bottom, or in this case, you would say from bottom to top. There was a celebration when he finally got to the surface. It was amazing to see the amount of resources and expenses that were, that were invested in getting just this one man from a cave. But here's the way God has taught us to value human life. Why should we value human, human life in this way? God himself does. We see this in the gospel, where we can see how much God values you and me. But the point of the rescue is that it was just that. This is the nature of what Jesus did for us. Every scripture says, the scripture says that at the time Jesus came for us, we were already dead because of our sin. But Jesus in his death made us alive to enjoy God. Now, because of the nature of the gospel as rescue, the reformers of the church said that the salvation we receive is extra nos. That's Latin meaning outside of us. Yes, we did not do it. Jesus did. We had no part in it, really. We couldn't, being dead as we were. It happened outside of us, and this is why we can't lose it, damage it, or mess it up. And remember, it's news, reported to us as the work done by Jesus on our behalf. When we were dead in our sin, God made us alive in Christ. It is by faith alone that we come to receive and enjoy this gift. You know, ours is a rescue story as well. I know that we like to do life for ourselves, or at least think we can. We're surrounded each day with people that rely on, that we rely on, and who rely on us. But it's even more so with Jesus. Only he can do what he did for us. Paul says that he rescued us from the present evil age. Now, he's not saying that Jesus just rescued, not only rescued us from our sin, he's also saying that he rescued us from a whole way of living characterized by this moment that we're living through in history. Why does he call ours an evil age? In our world, we think we can live life apart from God. We've eased God more and more to the periphery of life in an effort to get him out of the picture entirely. It is said that the theologian R.C. Sproul, Jr., met Carl Sagan and began a correspondence with him. Sproul was always pushing Sagan toward faith in Christ and to seeing that God created all things. In one particular letter, Sagan told Sproul he was completely mistaken about the cosmos. Everything in our world came from a big bang. That might seem to end the argument, but Sproul graciously asked Sagan how anything existed before that. Something had to be before the Big Bang. Now, of course, Sagan had no answer. You see, we imagine a world without God, but our world cannot exist without God. We and all things had to come from somewhere. And it's also true of our place with God. Our salvation has come to us extra nos, that is, from outside of us. And this is such good news. We can't fumble the ball because we weren't even in the game. And add to that, the game is over, and we've been given the victory prize and freedom and a place with God, a living hope, and a future we can count on. 
Let's pray. Somehow, Father, we got the idea that we're on our own, but we know this is never the case. You care for us. You sustain your creation. Even more, Jesus saved us, doing what we could never do. Teach us the way of life that comes from the cross of Jesus. For in his name we pray, amen. Amen.